Mix in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's Mai Ying from Mix in the Dark, and it is so good to be back. I feel refreshed and ready to go. Before we begin, I want to give a shout out to Magic Mind for sponsoring this episode. Magic Mind is the world's first productivity drink, and you can check them out at magicmind.co. I am featuring my podcast students in this episode. I gave them a challenge of recording an introduction for Mix in the Dark episodes, and they gladly accepted. Please enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mix in the Dark podcast. I'm Tori. I'm Tu. I'm Leonardo. And I'm Anton. And I'm Noor, and we're the students of Miss Mayang. We also wanted to give a shout out to the, to the sponsor who donated and supported our class. A big thanks. Our experience in this class has been a lot of fun thanks to your help. We've had a, a lot of fun and met new people and formed connections with the assistance of Miss Mayang. The thing about this class is that it helps you recognize the work environment. It's been fun. Being new in this class, I would say that Ms. Mayang is a pretty cool teacher. So far in this class, I feel like it has improved my social skills. For today's podcast, we have a paranormal experience that people have experienced at work. Disclaimers for the story. There are some strong language and small mentions of blood. Now enjoy the story. Story 1 I worked at this company after I graduated from high school. Never once have I witnessed anything paranormal at work. I would say that because a lot of the coworkers who have worked here for years have creepy stories to tell about this place. The minority here happens to be Hmong that works at this company. I was not involved with the incidents that took place, but it clears up some of the stories. I'm glad to say that I did not witness any of it. We have a machine that was further away from the rest of the production machines. It was behind the warehouse walls located toward the north side of the building. It was operated by the same person every night. Since it was located further away from the rest, the only noise you hear is the machine itself. We had a co-worker named Lo. He was in his mid-forties maybe, not entirely the best employee. He would often complain to the shift supervisor that he cannot work over there by himself. It just felt too isolated and it also gave him the creeps. Since the supervisors at the time saw this more like a personal issue and not a production issue, he was ignored. Therefore, he continued to be stationed there. Again, Lo was not a very good employee. I guess you can say he would often run his mouth to the managers about working too hard and wanting a raise, but he was always late to work. In other words, he was just being a whiny person. During break, he would tell everyone that every time he operated the machine, about 10 minutes in, he would feel like he had eyes all over him and he would often hear faint humming. It cannot possibly be the machines since it makes more of a clicking noise, like tapping the ends of a paper with a pencil on a table. To make matters worse, he explained that it always hummed a tune, almost like the Hmong singing kutsia. Everyone hearing this was skeptical and they made jokes out of his story. One of them joked that maybe it was a dead ex-girlfriend from Thailand. One of them asked if he was on drugs. Lo would remain quiet and just walk away back to work. It seems off for a guy that talks a lot. Whenever Lo heard this faint humming, he would make his way to the nearby restroom, I suspect to hide or remove himself from the scene. The restroom was about 18 feet away from the machine. 
One time, Lo got so terrified that he had to leave to go home one day. The commotion that took place that day made everyone during that shift curious. No one really knew what made him leave. The only thing he told everyone the day after was that he got hurt from the machine. Weeks later during break, Lo finally told everyone what had really happened. He told us that he zoned out. When he zoned out, he claimed he saw a lady at the corner of his eye wearing rainbow-colored clothing, and while in that trance, he kept moving his hand closer to a moving machine part. He ended up cutting himself. This snapped him back to reality. He looked around and saw no one and nothing except a pool of his own blood. Then he felt a heavy presence behind him, and it made him feel very weak. It smelled a terrible stench, and it made him nauseous. What terrified him even more was that after he rushed to the restroom to tend to his wound, both the present supervisor and him heard the toilet seat slam against the bowl when no one else was in the restroom. The company went through security footage soon after he returned. The human resource team and Lowe both looked at the footage. This all happened at approximately 8 p.m. What they saw in the footage spooked everyone. In the footage, you see Lowe zoned out, like he said. He had his arms out, slowly edging toward the dangerous part of the machine. Right when he was about to get hurt, a moth or bug blocked the camera view. This startled the human resource people. Lo ended up leaving work permanently weeks later. No one knew why he left. The old man that was close to Lo at work said he had an ex-girlfriend in Laos or Thailand that passed away back when they were still living in the refugee camps. Her name was Gambao, which translates to moth and mong. It was such a coincidence that a moth also flew into the camera's lens at a very critical moment. The older folks gossiped that maybe he did something sketchy when he was younger with her. They suspected a blood promise. A blood promise is called Hong Cha Te in Hmong. Basically, what happens is you drink a drop of each other's blood. When you do this, you are making a promise and sealing the promise together. Usually when Hmong folks do this, the promise is to stay together forever. What ends up happening is if one of them passes, the one who passed away always tries to come get the other one. I was a material handler at the time. One of my tasks was to walk around and hand off materials to operators that worked at the machines. Since he operated the machine toward the north side of the building by himself, I saw him every time I made my way to the warehouse. I remember Lo would always try to get me to stay with him, engaging in long OG lectures or conversations about Thai gambling and how it worked. He must have wanted company or just someone to stay with him, which explains a lot. This guy was probably scared to be alone. Story 2 I had this coworker who worked the night shift hours. We're going to call him Ricky for storytelling purposes. He was an older man in his late 40s, and even though he was older, he thought he was a big shot. Because he was a machine mechanic, he thought he held authority during work and often talked down to others. I had a few runs with him personally before. He is not a nice guy. One time, Ricky was casually joking to another co-worker about how ghosts and demons are a fraud and they do not exist. He challenged it and said out loud that if they did exist, that he wanted them to appear for him and then help him pay for some of his mortgage. The other co-worker told him not to say that even if he did not believe in ghosts. You shouldn't talk bad about them. 
We have a break room with long rectangular windows by the door going outside. Next to the window were rows of commercial microwaves for employees. Ricky usually goes to break at 2 a.m. Ricky heated up his food like normal and sat down like normal in the area that he usually takes a break at. Right upon sitting, all of the microwaves started beeping all together. Then he noticed what looked like a car light glare by the window. Choosing to shrug it off, he continued to eat. Finally, curiosity got the best of him, so he stood up to go investigate. As soon as he stood up from his chair, his hip bumped into the table corner hard. His pager rang, but there was no message. While he gazed at the window in the break room, he saw a lady in a white dress staring right at him. She knocked on the glass window for him to let her inside. He paused to figure out if he knew her, but her face was unfamiliar. From where he was standing, it looked like she was levitating. He thought about how there were two flights of stairs to get to the break room door and how she could possibly be standing at that length and that high up. Now in distress, he took a moment to blink a few times and rubbed his eyes, and when he opened his eyes, the lady was just... gone. That left him disoriented and speechless. We heard that Ricky switched to the afternoon shift since that event scared him so much, he can no longer go to the break room at 2 a.m. The Hmong OGs telling the story all say this Hmong phrase, Do not talk nonsense or you will get soup. Hey listeners, this is my Yang. So I got a new batch of Magic Mind drinks because I have just been very off and unproductive, to be honest. And I think it's because of all these winter storms happening in Minnesota. I thought that I would document myself this round as I am trying the drinks. I haven't had Magic Mind drinks for a few weeks, so this is kind of like a new fresh start. Last time I tried it in the evening and it worked a little differently for me. It made me more energized in the morning. This time I'm going to try it in the morning and we'll see how it goes. It comes in a cute little bottle and you just drink one of these per day. I'm on my third day and it says that by day three, I should be able to cross off more tasks on my to-do list and feel about 75% of the benefits. I'm going to be honest that at day three of drinking this in the morning, I don't feel any different. I'm definitely just much more awake. So kind of like last time, um, productivity level wise, I still feel I am accomplishing the same number of tasks that I normally would. It could also be that it's the weekend and I literally just hang out with my kid and watch movies all day. So um, it's still in the works. Uh, I still really love this matcha taste and I love that it is in this drink as well. Matcha supports energy and it is a very natural ingredient. And it's only day three, like I said, so check back for updates. I have a 20% off code to share with you guys. It's MYX, that's M-Y-X. And to use it, you just go to magicmind.co slash MYX and enter the code MYX at checkout. Right now for 10 days only, if you use my code, it is 56% off specifically for my viewers. And the best part is that they have a money back guarantee and I'm going to include all that in the link in this description of this episode. So make sure you check it out. All right, back to the stories. Story three. I started working at an old museum for a couple of months. When I started working there, I got a weird vibe from that place, but I did not let it bother me. I eventually found out that it was an old army base in our town. 
My coworker actually told me on my first day that it is haunted, but since it doesn't hurt or disturb them, they didn't care about it either. I worked in the gift shop, which is connected to a back room. That back room used to be a kitchen. It also connects to a small banquet room as well. If you go out to the outdoor portion of the museum, there's this old two-story building with an office set on the second floor. The first floor is an outdoor museum with old World War II items. The building is so old that if someone is up on the second floor, you could hear steps creaking from the first floor and they are loud. Here's my first encounter. It was my third week working there alone in the morning. Every morning, I would go to the garage to get the golf carts out and park it under the tree. Then I would go into the indoor museum. During this entire process, I am alone the entire time. My supervisor and the accountant do not show up until around 8.30. It was exactly 8.15 when I went to open up the indoor museum. All employees have to go through that door because it is the way in. As you go in, there is this long hallway right in front of you, stairs to the second level on the left, and bathrooms to the right. I was turning on all the display lights and unlocking the doors. That was when I heard creaking upstairs, as if someone was walking around. It was coming from my supervisor's old workroom. No one was up there since I was the one who turned the alarm off for the building. Growing up, I've always been superstitious about things like this, especially because my grandpa is a shaman. So I ran out as fast as I could and went back to the gift shop. That was when my supervisor came in. I told him what happened and he told me, you're fine, the building is old, and if there is something, it won't hurt you because it has never bothered us. I also told my coworker about what happened that morning when we were changing shifts, and he told me, yeah, that's normal, but don't get so paranoid. He laughed it off while I'm standing there laughing as well, so I don't seem like a scaredy cat, but deep down, I was scared to death. When I got home, my grandparents were over, and I told my mom about what happened. She told my grandpa to make me a bracelet to protect me. After I got the bracelet, I felt a lot better. This is my second encounter. It was around December and this was when it got darker earlier. I was working a closing shift. There weren't a lot of customers since it was getting colder. I was hanging up our new shirts and putting new toys out on the shelves when I heard someone whispering my name. I didn't mind it since I was in the zone and it was whatever. I then went to the back where the old kitchen used to be to get more toys. That was when I heard my name whispered again, but it sounded like my supervisor and it was coming toward the back of the banquet room. I was so scared that I stood there and started tearing up. My heart was beating so fast. Then I rubbed my eyes to dry up my tears and I swear I saw a black shadow zoom past the banquet room door. Then I ran and closed the door and sat in this corner behind the register and waited for my supervisor to come in and to give me my 10 minute break. I didn't tell him what happened because I knew that he would just tell me that it's nothing, but I knew it was something. My coworkers even told me they've seen and heard things as well, especially in that banquet room and in that area that used to be the kitchen. This is my third encounter. It was 7 a.m. and it was still dark out. The sun was not up until 8.30 or 9 when I went in for work. We were having a big event that day at work. 
When I got there, all the other employees were also there, and everyone was preparing for the day. My supervisor was in the gift shop in the back, making sure we have enough items to put out and enough items for backup just in case because this was a really big event. When I was in the gift shop, I could see him through the door counting the items. I went out to get signs. I expected to still see him working in the back, but he was no longer there by the time I came back. I then heard footsteps to where he was, so I thought that he was just still checking. I didn't think too much and continued my work. I was wiping down the doors and display cases in the shop when I suddenly heard him or thought I heard him say, Lisa, can you come here? I went to the back where I thought he was. Come to find he was no longer there, so I kept looking for him. As I was looking for him, he came in walking from the opposite side of the shop. When I realized what happened, I froze and started to panic. He asked me if I was okay and I lied, of course, since I knew that he had a lot on his plate at the moment. After that, everyone started to roll in. When I went home that day, I told my parents and grandpa, and they told me to be brave since it knows that I am afraid. It can sense the fear coming from me, and so that's why it shows up or make its presence known to me more than my co-workers. Story 4 I started a new job in the beginning of January 2022. This would be my second job I've ever had. I worked until midnight. It didn't take long before I started noticing strange things happening at work. It must have been a new environment or my anxiety, I'm not sure. The area I worked at was this newly built warehouse that was constructed in 2016. This building is equipped with motion-censored lights. The lights will turn off when there are no movements within a 30-minute time frame. Because I was new, I learned it the hard way. It startled me my first time. I am the only person who worked in the warehouse after 3.30 p.m. And this place, it gave me the goosebumps because I always felt like there were eyes on me. I would often think that I saw people working, but then I would notice that I am the only person there. 99.9% .9 of the time, I would just shrug it off. It was the one time I decided to check out the far corner of the warehouse that I nearly pooped my pants. I heard the alarm go off by the far warehouse door. The team that worked in the morning happened to have a paper cutout of Kevin McAllister from Home Alone placed along that side of the building. I walked and turned around from the aisle and stumbled upon a dark figure at the end of the aisle. My mind was going crazy. I remember thinking, nope, nope, I'm done. I finally saw some scary stuff that I wish not to see, and this is it. I was so scared that I actually screamed. The motion sensor light finally turned on, and I saw that it was the paper cutout of Kevin McAllister doing his iconic open mouth gesture. I was so embarrassed and angry, I stormed off and went back to working. And then later I laughed about it. The reason why the alarm went off was due to people working on the roof, and the alarm was later turned off by the supervisor. You must have been expecting a scary story. I guess darkness can create things in your mind and influence your imagination to spin wild when you least expect it. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I am your host, Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast series. 
If you have a story that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com. If there's a story that you really enjoyed, feel free to hit up my tip jar on Venmo. Just search Mix in the Dark on the business tab.